Welcome to P.S. Blossom, a podcast series driven by purpose and the belief that each of us has the power to transform the world for the better. We are here to be a catalyst for activism. We believe empowering individuals empowers communities. We also recognize that unless we engage in the issues of race, gender, and class within reproductive and maternal health, we cannot be a part of the solution. Our goal with P.S. Blossom is to empower all women, especially Black, Indigenous, and women of color, to advocate for their health care their way. These are conversations creating change. Please be sure to like, subscribe, leave comments, and share. Hello, my name is Tommy Dubo. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I go to the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. I am currently a freshman studying communications with a minor in public relations. I like reading, writing, hanging out with friends, shopping, of course. Those type of things are really important for me. In four years, hope to finish my undergraduate degree and possibly go on to graduate school. Some of the dreams I had growing up was that I always thought that I was going to be a real estate agent or something, a vet planner, because something about design just spoke to me. So I just decided to like do something that I'm passionate about, which is communications and the media field and stuff. A quirky fact about me is that I feel like I'm a bit spontaneous. I'm always the one in my friend group suggests things that we have never done before, like a karaoke bar or go zip lining or just ice skating in summer, as long as I'm having fun with people surrounding me. And that just reminds me of a time when I was younger. I was in summer camp and I was about five or six years old. Compared to like my friends and people of my age, I was going through early puberty. I used to have a lot of pimples and boils. And I'll never forget, we were in a circle playing a game. And this one older boy looked down at my legs because I had a lot of pimples and things even on my legs. And he was like, ew, what is that? I had never had that reaction before. Like him pointing it out, it kind of made me shy away and not really wear shorts anymore because I didn't want anybody else to feel disgusted about something I couldn't control. It just made me feel more insecure and made me go more into my shell and more of the quiet kid than I already was. When I was younger, I had a hard time speaking up and speaking out and being as outspoken as people around me. It made me feel like something was wrong with me with puberty and adolescence. I controlled something our body goes through, whether we want it to or not. But it just also made me feel ashamed. It's just like, I can't help it. Like, you know, of that time, I was like, I wish I didn't have that. And like your parents, they always tell you, don't pop your pimples, let it heal on its own. But that made me want to pop my pimples and my boils and stuff. So like people would stop making fun of me. Because it made me feel like an unknown species. When I got a little bit older, my pimples and boils went away. And it was kind of interesting and ironic because I didn't really have any more around the time when my peers now started to have pimples and boils. Like, you know, but when I got older and people were complimenting me on my clear skin, it was very interesting. Especially growing up in Chicago on the South Side. I will say that compared to like my other friends who went to predominantly white institutions, 
it was a bit different. I went to a predominantly Black school. So the type of insecurities, like I didn't necessarily have insecurities about my hair or like skin tone. I will say it was a bit different growing up personally because I wasn't necessarily the minority in my school as to other people that might be a part of the marginalized community at their school. I will say I am grateful that I didn't have to go through those things because some of my friends talked about it in schools with majority white people. It's a known thing to go through eating disorders. So some of my Black friends still tell me like, oh yeah, like that was a known thing. And even I went through that because that was just part of the culture at the school. That's some of the cultural differences, especially going through puberty that I learned. I didn't know that there was young girls who went through eating disorders at that age. It's kind of wild for me to think about like being 10, 11, 12, and feeling like you have to starve yourself in order to fit society's standards. When I was going through my acne phase, how my parents, they just tell me, don't worry about what other people say. Make sure that you're taking care of your skin. It was more than physical appearance. I did go to the doctor and everything was okay. It was nice that my parents didn't question my body. That would have made me even more insecure. It made me think of that life. Instead of worrying about how it looks physically, let me just make sure I'm doing what I can to stay healthy. When I first started my menstrual cycle, and I was at Six Flags when it happened. This was the summer before seventh grade. I just remember feeling something weird going on with my body. And so I went to the bathroom and I didn't question it at first because I never had it before. When I went home and saw it again and I was like, okay, I know what's happening. I was really scared. Like I felt like a new chapter of my life just opened up. I didn't know what to do. My parents are older. So my mom, I had already went through menopause. She didn't need pads anymore and I didn't have any. I just quietly went into my parents' room and her. I was so embarrassed. And she was like, it's okay. And she also taught me this method of what to do when you don't have your pads, which I still use to this day. I'm glad that like she didn't make it a big deal. That would have made me feel even more pressured and embarrassed. I will say that was a good thing. In terms of parenting style, I'm grateful that they didn't treat it like this crazy thing that I needed to be handled. And it was just like, okay, you started it. Okay, let's parents. I feel like personally the best way is for your parents to be there, making sure that your child knows that you still care, that you're there for each other. And knowing that it's just like a natural part of the body, just making it as the norm. And all of us go through puberty, but for some reason, Especially like when we're younger, we shame people for if people didn't make such a big deal, I don't think I would be as insecure. And I feel like a lot of adolescents, they can attest to that as well. Growing up as a Black woman, I guess in my family, like our chests are bigger. So like when I was in middle school, you know, my chest started getting bigger than the girls around me. I would cover up and always wear my jacket. I used to blame it on school uniform and I just wanted to like break dress code or something. But it was also just an insecurity too. I felt somewhat insecure that I went through puberty a bit earlier than others. And the stereotype about girls being afraid to walk past a group of guys going to the gas station because you don't want to get catcalled or something. It was more of the fact that you don't want it to be something that you can't control. And that's how I felt at the time, especially coming from like a Black household. When company comes over, make sure you're not wearing short shorts. 
and things of that nature. And it was always confusing to me because it's like, why are you inviting people over who would feel some type of way about a little girl in shorts? If you have to hide that, then those type of people shouldn't be coming over to your house. That was the mindset I always had. Why would you even be looking at little girls that way? And it just sucks that because mostly young Black girls going through puberty, that they feel like the need to cover up things couldn't control about themselves. And it just goes with the stereotype of, oh, young Black girls are more like promiscuous and they're more out there with their bodies. And like, you know, we're not a monolith. I do remember when I was in seventh grade, I believe it was dress down day. We got to dress out a uniform. I was wearing a V-neck shirt. And I remember sitting down and some guys were just being a bit more nicer that day. I don't like the feeling of people are now, I guess, more nice because they sexualize you or they find you a bit more attractive. And that goes more into like desirability politics. And another time when I was like going down the stairs and some guy, when I was coming down the stairs, made a comment about it. And it was just so uncomfortable being sexualized, you know, and it's just that feeling of being vulnerable and not knowing what to necessarily do because it is your body and you can't really hide it. Like it's going to always exist. So in elementary school, it's a bit more taboo to dress more revealing in a way. But in high school, it was the norm, like normalizing that type of behavior to not really care what other people say about how you're dressing. Like you have to hide yourself or be insecure because everybody dressed like that. It wasn't this new thing. We've gotten more mature and I think people just grow as we grow up. I'm not as insecure as I was before. Like, of course, yeah, I'm more expressive about the way I dress now, but I think it's all about your style. And me personally, my style, I've gotten a lot more comfortable and more positive. And I think it will help me even in the future. I think it'll just get better and better. Like, I don't see myself dwindling. Like, there's going to be people with different experiences going through puberty. And I think as we're getting older, the world is changing. The things I went through as a child, it may not be the things that children now are going through. Having a support system and having it be normalized. Like, I'm grateful for my school and being in those settings where it was the norm to dress without feeling shame. It makes it easier to go through puberty because you feel like you're not alone. And even with things of like social media, we didn't really have TikTok. And yeah, we didn't really have to see people's different perspectives on things like that. I think social media helps and doesn't help in some ways. Overall, times are changing and... In terms of adolescence through puberty, they're just going to be things no matter what people are going to feel insecure about. But it can get better if less people preying on those insecurities and letting people be themselves. 